Welcome to the Epicenter Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about Epicenter Church, visit epicenterchurch.com.au. Um, so I guess the, if we can get that first slide up, please. I can't believe in a God who allows good people to suffer. I mean, this is, this is a question that a lot of uh, people that either don't know God will ask, and there's a lot of people that know God that will ask this question. And um, I guess the thing that I've found that a lot of us would struggle with is that why isn't heaven here now? Why isn't everything great now? Why, why do we have to go through certain sufferings? Um, and as I've been praying about this, um, God's just revealed to me to highlight some of some of the suffering that I've personally gone through. Um, so, I guess to give a bit of an example, uh, I, I I haven't been a Christian my whole life. About ten, yeah, about eight, ten years ago, I became a Christian. Prior to that, three years earlier, I'd started a business called Minute Chefs Catering, and it and it t- took a few years to take off, and then I got saved um, quite dramatically. Uh, Damascus Road kind of experience with God, and um, I felt God say to me that I needed to expand my business for the kingdom and a friend of mine rang me and said, look, I've got a business that's for sale, would you like to buy it? And I instantly said no and I hung up the phone and then I felt God speak into my spirit and he said to me, a smart businessman doesn't say no, he would look at the books first and then make a decision and that's when I started to get scared. So I looked at the the books and I said, well, we'll pray about this and we'll go into this business if God opens the doors and if he allows it to happen. Um, if he sanctioned it, then, then it will happen. So um, we prayed about it and the doors opened and we walked in. The first day that we walked in there, we, our um, cash flow was pretty much negative. It had just settled out um, and we had to week by week make enough money to pay for the wages, pay for the rent and keep things rolling. Um, I was extremely worried and scared. Um, I'd invested a lot of our time and money into this venture that God had led me into. And I guess it sounds a little bit selfish to say, um, I guess it can come across two ways. It can come across selfish that I'm not happy that I've been blessed with an amazing business, um, but it also come across that I was just following God and it's His glory for whatever happens there. I listened to him and I was just obedient. But that still didn't take away all of the worry and the fear that I had. And God had t- told me he was going to teach me about trust. So we, my wife was pregnant at the time. There was a heap of things that were happening. Um, she was very um, hormonal, I guess, and we, didn't, we weren't getting along really well. So it was a really stressful time. I was worried that I was going to lose everything, um, that my kids were going to not have a, a home as such to grow up in and I was just like genuinely very scared about the whole thing. I can remember praying lots on my knees and asking God, why? Why have you done this? Are you going are you doing this to destroy me because I've got a problem with wealth? Are you trying to teach me a lesson? And then I started blaming myself. Maybe I'm not listening to God correctly. Maybe I'm suffering because I'm not righteous enough. I haven't done the things that God um, has asked me to do, and all these things started to, you know, snowball in my mind. Um, after a little while, I started to draw into him and pray, and he he 
told me to buy a Joyce Mayer CD and I can remember listening to the CD and it's about, um, you know, allowing God into your life and, and you know, how, when you're suffering, how to deal with it. I can remember getting in the car and I'd listen to it and for weeks I would cry on the way from work home, both in joy at the Word of God and hearing what He has to say about the situation, but also in worry that everything could fall apart. And then I would go to bed, wake up, listen to the CD. Same thing again. I'd cry on the way in. I'd have to dry up my eyes and try and calm down so the staff wouldn't see what's happening. So I guess we all suffer in one way or another. And this is the hard part of this message that I really struggled with, that you know, we can all suffer with wealth. So there's a lot of... Most of us can um, relate with that, but I haven't lost a loved one. So that's a deeper level of suffering. And I just pray that those people would uh, show grace to me as I try to explain this suffering um, as best that I can. Um, I'm sure there's many of us that have, have suffered through, um, yeah, personal injury or, or disease or um, the big one, I guess, is a family member being taken too early. And I can only imagine how hard that must be. But ultimately, we all do suffer at some point in our life. It's just the depth of, of that suffering and, uh, and how, we, how we deal with that. So if I can get the next slide, please. So if there was only one thing that you could take home today, I would ask that this is it. This is the statement that I feel God has biblically um, given to us and, and this is the way I'm going to try and tackle it today. So God may allow our suffering but he doesn't cause it. He did, however, send Jesus to assist us in our sufferings now and to offer an end to eternal suffering. So I guess the question is a hard one if you've never, if you don't believe in God and maybe you're thinking, well, I don't want to believe in a God that suffers, that allows people to suffer. Um, and it can kind of be tackled the same way from a Christian point of view as well. Someone that's been close to God has suffered a lot and goes, well, you know what, God? I don't, I don't want to follow you or believe you because I don't think suffering should happen in the world. Um, but we, to tackle it from the Christian side, we all understand Adam and Eve and the fall of man, and it's a touchy one, I guess, that we're in a fallen world. Um, and that can be a cause of our suffering, and that's how God doesn't actually cause it. He just allows it. Um, and from the non-Christian side, I guess I would say, well, You've got a world. What's the difference between it having a God in it and a world that doesn't? And that's kind of how I want to tackle it from there, that if you'll bear with me about how God in this world and with the suffering, how we, how we can um, endure it um, through what God has given us and the strength that he's given us in Christ. If I can get the next slide, please. So what does God say about suffering in the Bible. I've pulled out a couple of scriptures here. So 1 Corinthians 12, 26 says, And if one member suffers, all members suffer with it. Or if one member is honoured, all members rejoice with it. So in this scripture, and there's other scriptures in the Bible, where God is talking about us together as a body enduring. And that's the part that I would like to put towards the people that might not necessarily believe there is a God. This is the strength that Jesus and the Christian faith gives us to being able to work together, to suffer together, 
um, to rejoice together, a family, a spiritual family that's together enduring life through all of the, you know, the happiness and the joy and the suffering and whatnot. And the next scripture would be Romans 8.17. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Now, for this scripture, um, this is where I felt myself on my knees the most when I was going through um, worry and concern. God loves us so much. He doesn't cause the suffering, but he allows these certain things to happen. But he wants to suffer through them with us. And this is the biggest thing that I've learned, that even in the turmoil of what's happening in our life, whatever it may be, maybe you've lost a pet or something and that's as far as you've seen suffering. Or maybe some people are mentally able to endure suffering more than others. Um, Myself, not so much. I worry and fret a bit. But being able to get on your knees and know that Jesus is going to uh, suffer with you and go through that, that he loves you, that is the main point of, of why I believe God allows these things to happen. Um, if we can go to the next slide. So how can you, as an individual, take home something from this message and what God has to say? Um, there's a bit of a running joke in our family um, and whenever something, and you might have heard it before, you know, something bad happens or whatever and someone comes along and they're like, yeah, it's character building. You'll be right. Or you, you trip over and you hurt your knee and, you know, it gets to the point where my dad would say it when something would happen, oh, it's character building and it's true, but it become a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a joke that, um, you know, all pain could be dealt down to, well, it'll make you stronger. At the time, it doesn't feel like that. It kind of, you know, you're dealing with something that you don't want to hear that it's character building. It's hard. It hurts. Um, but I'll read this scripture here because when I became a Christian, I realized that it's a biblical concept. So not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now, this is the part that I guess really grates on us a bit is knowing that God allows certain sufferings to happen to us. I mean, we've got, all ch- we've got children, most of us, some of us don't, but bear with me. With our children, do we allow them to do certain things sometimes so that they can, they can learn from it? Look, we've all met helicopter parents that are just, you know, hovering over their children and not allowing them to live, live life. And when something bad does happen, they haven't gone through it before. But um, my son, George... A couple of weeks ago, uh, we had a fire outside. We kept saying to him, "Don't touch the fire! Don't go near the fire!" And he's riding his bike around, and we're, you know, he's three years old, and we're we're being as careful as we can. And he's playing with a basketball, and he rolled it, and it went under the fire. And he he went to reach for the ball, and it, his hand went in under the fire, like the pit, and the ball, and he burnt himself. Now, I didn't cause that to happen. Um, it, it did happen, but 
through that, Rebecca and I both said, well, they're going to burn themselves once at some point and then hopefully they're going to learn from it. Character building. I mean, it's, it's harsh, but we all, if you have children, you know what I mean. Like if they're, if they're doing something that's going to injure themselves in life or hurt them, we'll generally allow a little bit of suffering into their life so they can learn to endure it. They can learn to grow strong and their character w- will grow with that. Um, if we can get the next slide, please. Um, actually, we'll just take that one down for a sec. I'll read this in a minute. Sorry. So I guess to back it up a little bit, what, how can we as a, as a body take from suffering and from this message? How, how can we deal with that? And I guess I'll, I'll back it up to the business and what I went through. And again, the main point that God doesn't cause our suffering. He, may, he allows it to happen but he does it so that we'll endure and that we'll draw close to him. So through that time of the business when I was really struggling, I drew into him and I prayed and a lot of that helped. And that was, you know, that's what kept me going, a faith, trust, hope. Um, all those things can be given to this world if you turn to God or if you listen to Jesus or accept him. He wants to come in and suffer with you. The main biggest thing is that Jesus is the head and the church is the body. And he wants us to do this life together. He wants us to suffer together. He wants us to rejoice together. One thought that I would put though there is that pain is something physical that comes into your body and you can easily adjust with pain. You can think about it. You know what's going on. With suffering a lot of the time, this is a question I pose, It's generally it's thoughts. It's a thought life. It's something that you think about. Um, so the depth of your suffering a lot of the time will come from your mind and the way that you deal with it. One thing that I would pose, if there is a God for people who don't believe, and to us Christians is that if we put our thought that Jesus and God is with us through those sufferings, that he does love us, that he wants to endure with us, then it'll help ease that suffering. And having that trust and faith will help to to endure and to bear it. But what I found the most was the friendships that God threw into my life. And I think we, if we press together and spend time together, can learn to, um, to endure our sufferings together, to rejoice together. I, in times, was really stressful. I'd ring Rob, um, our pastor, and um, I, would, I would tell him what's going on and he would just keep throwing scriptures at me and he'd encourage me and he'd be like, Rob prophesied over me like a year before Radcliffe's come up. There was just so many things that are happening. You keep going, well, you got, you know, God prophesied this is going to happen. He's not going to destroy you. Like, and that was my fear. I was like, God's going to destroy me because I need, I'm not worthy. I'm not righteous. I'm focusing on finance. He's going to, he's going to crush me. And Rob would say no. And then I'd ring Lyndon and Lyndon would say to me, mate, business is hard. Like, You'll be fine. Trust in God. He's, gonna, he's there with you. And he'd remind me of the righteousness. He'd remind me of all the good things that, that Christ has said. And he'd, he'd keep saying, stop thinking about it just as you. Realize that Jesus is there with you. It's not all about you. And then I'd realize in just being a little bit you know, worried about myself and about my family. Um, the big one is... Two big things ha- that happen as well is that God um, led us to sell our house and move into town. 
And my father moved 10-minute walk from our house. I mean, the amount of times I've been able to just go around to my dad's house now and just, you know, have a bit of a sook and, you know, annoy him with what's going on. God has God set that up, you know, knowing in the times that I'd be able to do that. I'm so thankful for that. I mean, without suffering, where would there be joy? There needs to be both. The joy of the Lord comes from awareness and thankfulness of the things that are there. And one of the biggest ones also is um, Dave Ferris, who's not here now, um, but he's a, he's a yeah he's he's a nutball and he's an interesting guy. But God spoke to me about him, and I I put him into my business and started working with him. And I tell you what, the amount of times that he came with to me with such encouragement and positive words and prophecy and the enduring together. And he, he start calling me Job after a while and <laughs> we'd just laugh about that. But look, in closing, I would just ask that uh, we realize that suffering does hurt and we live in a world that is not, you know, it's, it's fallen. There are things that are happening that may uh, make us wonder about a God and why he would allow that. But remember, he is our father. And remember that us as parents and with our children, we allow them to go through things so that they can be stronger in Him. And and the the biggest thing is, if we go to the next slide, please, the love that we have for each other will draw a broken world to Jesus because they'll see something that we have that they don't have through all of the turmoil and through everything. And this scripture with closing is John 13, 34, 35. And it says, A new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So with that, through suffering and through joy, I pray that we will rejoice together in our joys and that we'll endure our sufferings together, that we will draw together as a people and we will shine light on a world that is full of suffering and also joy that Jesus brings into our life. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Please subscribe to hear more sermons from Epicenter Church.